Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Goodins. I hope you're all well. And many of you will be listening to this on Wednesday as this is a very, very late podcast. And I actually had planned to do a podcast today, but I thought because I thought because there is a new release, I've obviously got to do it on the day that it comes out. That new release, of course, is what the title of this podcast is going to be. It is the movie review of Batman Soul of the Dragon, the most recent DC animated original movie. More of that film in just a moment, but I'd just like to thank everybody for the recent support that has been going on in the, on the channel. So much incredible support, and you guys will definitely have some great podcasts coming up in the next couple of weeks. Some great collaborations as well with some good friends who share the same passion uh, as me uh, about all things movies and TV shows. If you would like to listen to all the other podcasts, make sure you do on some fantastic podcast streaming platforms, and also check check out some incredible guests podcast as well in the next couple of weeks so let's get into this movie review then of batman soul of the dragon so batman soul of the dragon is the 40th film of the dc animated original movie universe david gnutley voices the caped crusader and it also stars michael yar kelly who mo daskos jamie chung james hong and josh Keaton. Now this film is set in a very different era and definitely different time in Batman's story. When a martial arts weapon has been stolen, Bruce Wayne must return with his former classmates of a martial arts school to return the weapon and the, to the rightful owner and honour their old sensei's legacy. For me, there's always been that divide between DC and Marvel. If you're a fan of superhero movies, you're either Marvel or you're either DC. And I'm a big Marvel fan. I love the MCU. X-Men's films are, are really entertaining to watch as well. But I do personally believe that DC's strongest area is animated films. I think they make some fantastic animated films. I think they've been doing that consistently now for 14, 15 years. I, I definitely think that they are doing some fantastic films. I've been watching them a lot, definitely last year with lockdown and trying to obviously build up my ranking of every movie watched last year so i watched a lot of dc animations whether there'll be a podcast ranking them i'm not sure definitely possibly in the future i've definitely got a lot more to watch but obviously batman is is one of the two massive parts of dc you know they definitely dedicated a lot of projects to batman in live action tv and an animated world so let's get into my positives of batman soul of the dragon and the biggest positive for me is that the film is original and takes this character on a different journey and in a new environment. I appreciate when films of memorable characters like Batman, like Superman, like Spider-Man, where there's been so many different versions down the years. And the Batman story is very, very interesting because it is a journey. It's a journey from when his parents got killed to when he became the Cape Crusader, when he's taking on all these villains. And I think throughout time, different filmmakers and different projects have sort of looked at the timeline of Batman and said, look, what can we work in? What area? How can we approach it? This one is so, so different where it's sort of he's learning about himself and he's learning about the responsibilities of being Batman through this martial arts school. And I think that definitely looks into the idea of him fighting, where he got his fighting styles from. I know obviously a lot of people look at the Batman Begins film 
as and him leading the assassins training but even before that you sort of see that potential of him you know trying to find a place in the world so it was fantastically original and animated films are, are a fantastic way of of bringing in a new batman story last year they released superman red sun which took the character of superman in a completely different environment but i wasn't a big fan of this film of that film if you guys didn't know, if you guys didn't know i spoke a lot about it at the end of the end of the year but it's a fantastic journey that he's been on in a new environment as well which that's what we're going to move on to now it's set in 1970s so you're obviously looking at when he was a kid you know how old he was but it was in major it was in japan there was some nice scenes of course in gotham but that's understandable it is batman's home or bruce wayne's home rather um so that was really cool that was really interesting to see but that that japanese sort of respect that martial arts style was such a breath of fresh air for this character you know expanding this character in, in different environments was really really positive and you feel like you're going into a film and definitely thinking that yeah this is you know this is something different this is a part of batman's journey that we've never seen before on screen and it doesn't have to be in a live action film you know possibly with what dc are doing now with their characters trying to build their own universe will you want to go and see batman in japan with the flash and wonder woman probably not but animation films are a fantastic way of building up their new stories another positive for me is the focus of the film is severely action but it has some nice fantasy elements of course judging by the title soul of the dragon you definitely see them fantasy elements sort of becoming in the plot but it's so central to the overall story and the, the direction and the journey that these characters go on uh, in terms of the film. I think one of the biggest things is, is sort of looking at, at, you know, rightful kings and, and you know, rightful tyrants in this, in this sort of life. And that was a very, very different way of bringing fantasy into it. Obviously, every superhero film has got to have that hint of fantasy, whether it's, you know worlds that are completely original whether it's sort of new planets in space it's all built on fantasy because none of the superhero films are particularly realistic but i think that they really tapped into that they really used that idea of soul of the dragon bringing in them sort of different traditions and different styles but making it a nice way to be really central to the plot and of course some fantastic action sequences as well which is something that you'll expect and the third positive for me is that the cast and the characters has are very, very small, but that gets some great character development. I'm not saying that this is a negative at all, not in the slightest, because I think that having a small cast doesn't make the filmmakers and the scriptwriters feel like they have to give a, an emotional arc, a, a big action moment to every single character. If a film has, you know, 15 to 20 characters to deal with uh, at one time in the story. This film really only has six main characters and three main villains. So what was nice is that you felt like every character had a redemptive arc, had a story behind and the reasoning and the motive behind what they were doing. So that was really, really nice to see all of these characters, some characters we knew from the comics and other uh, DC properties. All the characters we don't know, but you feel you're introduced, you know who these, these characters are. And the nice flashbacks as well saw the entire journey of these characters done in a really really smart way 
Let's move on to the negatives then. Couple of negatives, particularly the villain, uh, was quite weak. Now, I'm not saying that it's as possibly weak as some others. With a short run time, you want to know about the heroes. You want to know about Batman. You know what you want to know about his story. That's fine. But I felt like they, it could have possibly been a film without a villain. If that, it it had a villain who was very very stereotypical, was very very boring in certain moments, and for me that makes him weak because he doesn't add anything. He doesn't add anything to the overall plot. Doesn't add anything into the overall story. Doesn't create these characters and their worry behind and and sort of making choices depending on these really harsh acts and i know they're obviously trying to stick to the target audience i know that you know the character can't be too dark but just be there i think that's a a major thing for me in in this film and that's probably what knocks down the the score because he was missing for large parts of the film and the massive thing here is that it doesn't approach to the target audience It, it approaches to a more mature audience don't get me wrong as a as a teenager now, because I would like to see superhero films be a lot more mature. You know, look at themes that you know are not based to you know thirteen, fourteen year old kids. I think animations are a slight different because usually the target audience for a, an animated film of a superhero is probably about 10, 11. They don't want to see the character of Bruce Wayne with a really good story and a really loving relationship. They want to see Batman in the Batsuit. That, that, that is driving a nice car, having some really cool stuff and beating the baddie. That, that's all they want to see. It's, you know, they want to look at the screen and think, oh, I've got, you know, Batman's here. Batman's going to save the day. It was nice at the end to see that, but the whole film is definitely with more character based definitely like i said you know important to the overall character of of, of bruce wayne and, and sort of his intentions later on in life we don't see a lot more we don't see a lot of batman uh, in terms of him suiting up and i think whilst it's branching out to a new audience it's going to leave a lot of people disappointed because oh you know that that could be a film to watch my watch with my kids my kids will enjoy it and then all they're going to go is go, this has no Batman in it. I don't want to watch it anymore. It's as simple as easy as that. And for me, that that's probably a, a massive, massive negative. I'm looking at this and you know trying to tell you guys an honest truth. It was a good way for me. But of course, I'm going to be much older than possibly a lot of you um, listening on this podcast. So that is it for the movie review of Batman Soul of the Dragon. Let me know what you thought. Did you like it? Did you not like it at all? Did you think that this was something completely different? And are you very happy that the Cape Crusader has got yet another animated movie? So much more you can talk about as well with me on my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast. Always on there answering some fantastic questions. You guys have been fantastic with questions. I really enjoy it how... On my direct messages, they ask me, you ask me a question, I answer. And then we just carry on talking about films. It's fantastic. And you guys have been brilliant over the past nine months. And the content over here on the channel will not stop. So make sure you favourite and follow so you can be the first people to listen to a new podcast. Check out my other podcast coming up this week as well. And check out the podcast plan on my Instagram. Literally just mentioned the account. If you guys forget, FRC underscore podcast, say it so many days. But make sure you uh, go over there and see what podcasts are coming up in the next week. I don't know what my next podcast will be about, but there'll be something that you love. See you in a bit.